Refocus. You're listening to Refocus. Hello there, Goldie. Oh, hi. So, how's everything going today? Well, it's been a long goddamn day. Has it been a long day? It has uh, been a, you know, some um, people have jobs. Well, yes, I know. Uh, I'm un- unfortunately, I'm one of those who are employed. Yeah. I, or fortunately, I should say. I'm unfortunately, I wish, fortunately employed. I wish I could say I've lived in the lap of luxury, but I don't. So, What's his name? I don't know. I, I'd like a lap, somebody's lap that's oh. luxurious, don't you think? I mean, come on. Uh, um, the Divas show that's at the Evergreen now. Yes. What do you think about that? Oh, uh, you know what? Well, yeah, it's good because I'm in it. Uh-huh. Your bit was good. Yeah. You came out in a very sparkly red. Nobody does it like me. You know, that's how, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nobody does it like you. That's right. That's right. Whether or not you should be proud about that. I'm seeing because these lovely ladies, there are four divas. They are called the Divas of Divinity, and they. Are hanging up their heels. They're retiring from their drag life. Not retiring, retiring from life, but just their drag life. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's a it's a fun little show, and uh, they're bringing it. They're serving it up, honey. Uh, Quitman Deloach and I were talking at a party just this past weekend about drag queens who used to retire, and she said I should have a retirement um, show, but um, never go anywhere and never say anything about what. Have a retirement show. Uh, tell everybody I'm retired. Goldie's retired. Post about a retirement show. Right. Do my last final number. Make a billion dollars, and then show up at the bar next week in full drag. She's right. back, and not say a goddamn word about it. Well, don't, don't say a word. Just go out there and do it again. And they're like, didn't that? Didn't, I thought she was moving. <laughs> and, oh well, yeah, I, I'm sure. Yeah, moving um, <clears throat> the money around. Moving, yeah. It's like it's like when a business says uh, going out of business sale, and they make enough in the going out of business sale to keep open. Right. And so they just keep going. It's like it's Circuit City all over again. Circuit City. <laughs> well, we should probably introduce her because she's been sitting here laughing. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so our uh, guest today is actually uh, one of the uh, girls that we actually put out to pasture. Um, uh, whether or not she stays out there or comes. Uh, finds her way home. Uh, we have Miss Maud on the podcast. Miss Maud Memphis, Charlotte Louise Thing, the one and only. Oh my the God! Legend. I have been chewing my tongue sitting here listening <laughs> to you two and trying to be quiet. Well, now, uh, you, now, well, now you the, open well, the gate. We were talking. We were calling your name, Mary, Mary, Mary. So we thought you would show up eventually. Oh, oh my God! Yes, Mary. Yeah, Mary has always been a, a that that goes way back. Um, that that was a reference. There for, was a funny story one time. I, I went out in this little outfit and uh, I don't know anyway uh, some guy comes up and says oh what Pantone color is that and and my friend who was with me said where do you sling hair at Mary because <laughs> it was just like oh my god what were you wearing it was some very bright golden rod color of a sweater oh uh, yeah there was some kind of a joke that I can't remember exactly how it went but it was like um Something about their name was Mary, and it's like, oh, I thought that was a boy's name. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Miss Maud, uh, how many drag names have you had in the past? Well, actually, my original drag name was Charlotte, and then it was Charlotte Louise Thing, uh, Miss Thing. And then when I won the Miss Maud Memphis pageant, which was not a real pageant, I want to emphasize, uh, then I became Miss Maud Memphis. And what year was that? 1980. 
one. Yes. 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 And you, you, that you said before that there were some girls who took it as a serious pattern. Oh, yeah. supposed uh, to be. You know, that excuse. happens nowadays, right, too. Right, right. I know. My, yeah. my girlfriends that put the pageant on, Renee and Meredith Hutton, it was a it was to make fun of the whole pageant mm-hmm. world because it was in Memphis. So I'm, were you a designated winner? Well, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) I would say that I was the only one that grasped the concept. Well, that's right. Yeah. Was your name already engraved on the trophy? That's that's Girl, you saw, you, Did you see the picture with my crown? It was a cutout, uh, a cardboard a gold King. MOD across yeah. the Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Actually, yeah. it was kind of cute. Yeah. No, it was fabulous. I, it, it didn't last as long. I still have the banner. I still the have sash. My, the sash. Thank you. Where was the pageant held? At that time? Uh, it was at the Georges on Marshall. Marshall. It was Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. yeah. So Marshall. you're one of the few people I have met that has uh, gone in drag to a iteration of Georges. So is it for people out there that don't know the friend of Georges charity that. Uh, Alice and I do was an actual bar for many, 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 many years, and but we don't know a lot of drag queens that went there, or did things well, there, not, or not that are alive. Today. They're still alive. So I mean, still it's alive. Fact. especially not so, ones that are still. No doing shade, drag. folks. No shade. They're <laughs> just dropping like a oh, <laughs> Well, the original uh, George's was on Madison, where the barbecue Which shop is. Yeah. And Which if you've gone inside the barbecue shop, you cannot imagine it being a gay bar. Oh, uh, well, and when it first, when I first came out in 72, when you went in, it was like this little shotgun bar that, it, and there was a bar on this side, and then there was, it was long and very narrow, and there was a little stage at the end, and this was just, uh, um, it was really, really small, but it had been there, I don't know, it was late 60s, mid, mid to late 60s, I think, when, when George opened it. And um, and then they expanded, and um, and then it went on, and then in the eighties it went to Marshall. They moved to Marshall right, and stuff. Right. But that seventy two was when first time I was ever at Georgia's. First time I ever saw a drag show was in the summer. What of year did you snag Miss Maud? Uh, 1981. And were you already doing I, drag at that time? No, actually, I was a drag. Um, um, all my girlfriend. Well, I was. My friends became drag queens around me, and I was a uh, drag um, fan. fan, and I hauled Groupie. bags. Groupie. yes, exactly. <laughs> I hauled bags. I, I always say that it's like if you're a drag queen, you, neither, you either have to have a husband or an adoring lesbian to drag your shit around. <laughs> right, yes. And, um, so I drug their shit around for years. Some of them have both. Oh, it's simultaneous. And, and, yes. Well, I never knew you were a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't go that way. <laughs> I don't have a condo on the Isle of Lesbos. Uh-huh. Um, when you uh, snagged Miss Maud, it was, you said it was where? Was it barbecue shop location? or No, no. This it was, was on Marshall, Marshall location in uh, 81. What was, what was George's like in 1981 when you walked into it? Well, it was, you went in and the doorway and there was, um, oh, what was her name that sat at the door? Lady Ray. Lady Ray. Yes, Lady Ray. Uh, sat at the door and she was evil and she was like, (laughs) had her cigarette. cigarette. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And, um, and then you walked into and it was a big open, uh, um, room, high ceilings, bar on the left, stage on the, on the right. And it was, the stage extended out and was, you know, raised like four feet. Um, and but it was big open space. Hey, have you been inside the spectrum? 
Oh, well, Spectrum is where, yes, yeah, but, yeah. It's just, but you know, they've expanded to those three panels. It, that, you're talking about the middle panel, right, where you I, enter? I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that because do you know, I, do I you know what I'm talking about. Is it the middle area that was George's? Yeah, I think so. Because at one point, well, because yeah, because the barracks was on the, the barracks. Yeah, it was the middle area yeah. because barracks opened on the other side. Other where they side, do, where they now then, do tracks, and then the other side was yeah. What what was it? Um, um, it was, oh it was like a piano, three, piano bar. But it was three gay bars right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, uh, what was what in the scheme of what gay bars were in that time? Because I'm assuming it was like it is in New, New Orleans kind of at the moment. They all kind of have their own thematic thing going on. What was George's thematic staple like who who what type of gay person went to george's well everybody everybody, <laughs> everybody because you didn't have that many choices here huh. but george's as it started out on madison it was always the drag bar mm. so people went now when it evolved at um, um to marshall there was more of a dance floor well they had a dance floor they didn't have well, actually, they did have a dance floor at one time on, on Madison, but it wasn't very big, and it wasn't as big a thing because we moved into the disco time. Yeah. And so then that was like – Studio 54 yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. And, and probably George's on Mad, uh, on uh, Marshall, Marshall was Memphis's Studio 54. Right, right. Yeah. Well, the moniker of, of, of George's was the Showplace of the South. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, and that started on – that started Madison. on Madison. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And, and because I think originally – it was called the door, the, the door, uh, and then I don't know when George uh, put his name put on it, there. Well, yeah, changed it because I think there was a, a door in New Orleans. I think there was. I think an, there a, was. A, yeah. A, a, was mm-hmm. so. Uh, did you ever go to GDI on the river? Yes, and, I, I lived in Chicago during that time, and but I would come home to visit for holidays and stuff, and so I went there. And how and, was that? Um, it was. Um, it, I didn't have as much connection because I didn't have as much connection with the girls that were there. There was still some of Billy Joe Casino Billy was Joe, there, yeah. and God, she was. A, a, when did Billy Joe die? Oh, when did she die? Mm. I, I don't remember. She was around for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, um, uh, did you, have, you did you know George well? Oh no, I didn't know him well. It was uh, he was <laughs> George, George George Wilson. George Wilson was. Um, Oh, um, I don't. I didn't particularly. I, George wasn't a it. wasn't a nice person. Oh. I mean, from a standpoint, <laughs> okay, of, you can say yeah. I mean, of, you from, can be honest. Well, because he was the bar owner, and he was He's like, business. Yeah, and so and and I was. We were young, and you know, I remember him saying when Renee, uh, Renee was was my best friend, that and she started doing drag, and she. Um, um, she was doing things because when we were going to uh, drag shows, then they were wearing like evening ga- like gowns, mm-hmm. and they had all this. They had like these wigs that were teased up, and it was all it was kind of leftover '60s stuff. Right, right. And so when Renee started doing drag, she there was there was another drag queen there called Heather who was like Heather was like out in left field she was and she was fabulous she did like white rabbit oh yeah, uh, yeah. and she wore this like, oh yes but fabulous and um and renee started 
doing stuff like she was making uh, clothes, and and George told uh, Renee that she overvogued, she she ovied, she overvogued because because she was wearing she was wearing Vogue uh, outfits, like Vogue pattern outfits yeah. and stuff, and it was like that was not the and and she was also one of the first to ever wear her own hair. Um, we talked to Michelle Marie into she was wear she was doing drag then, and she would wear these. We called them. Uh, a skunk wig it was like this thing that was like <laughs> highlighted and it was like mm-hmm. as hard as a, a brick um and there's still people wearing that shit i know well I, well i still kind of love it um <laughs> I, there's something to be said for that i mean sometimes there's a there's a everybody has their own drag aesthetic mm. yeah. i think and some are wrong and some are right. i mean you can look at it that way i it's, mean it's all in your um <clears throat> your you know i think i go back Far enough that I, I have a perception of there's some things that I still adore yeah. about certain aspects of drag. And then the new ones come along. I'm like, oh, that is so cool. I know. I know. So. And I was I was like so – when I went to George's on Madison the first time, I was like, oh, my God. And I always wanted to do drag. I mean, and I Well, I did drag when I was like – the first time I ever get dressed up was when I was like 13 years old as a 13 year old boy in Parkway Village and I got in drag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and I lived for it. It was fabulous. So every Halloween I was in drag. That was always, yeah. But we used to call that Sissy Easter. Sissy, it's it is. Sissy, <laughs> Sissy Easter. Or gay it's Christmas. Like, Girl, you're yeah. going to get a new dress for Sissy Easter? Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're having yeah. a Sissy Easter party in October. So you're, you keep talking about all these different facets of drag culture in that time and i know that in this era that we're in there it, it takes in so many different forms how would you define a drag queen now what is a drag queen wow um i you know I, and this is just my opinion back in, in when i say back in the day it was like it was glamour and it was like hollywood and it was you know um 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 caricatures of, of a woman right, right. and and uh and stuff and 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 now uh and understandably so it's like there's a whole nother with all the transitions of, of an acceptance of all the stuff it's, well the, it's, the gender is more of like a weird it's, scale it's now. more fluid now yeah. yes oh right, definitely right. definitely it's a fluid that we can't contain in our hands it's dripping <laughs> everywhere it's it just <laughs> leaking all over the place oh, oh i've got gender fluid all over my gender pants. fluidity <laughs> now um uh are there and don't say the ones in the room that would be kind of uh, <laughs> are there are there drag queens in, uh, in Memphis today that you just really like new drag queens that you just really love well I would have you know unfortunately at my age um, I don't go out a lot so I don't see a lot of uh, mostly Friends of Georgia's is what I is my ex- uh, exposure to drag yeah. now mm. um, and I mean, seriously, it's like, I mean, I love Drew's and I love Tammy, uh, but I hadn't, uh, I don't go out a lot. So I don't, I'm not seeing a lot of the newer people except through the Friends of George's and I won't, uh, I won't say anything with uh, the girls. <laughs> the current president. president. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I love you guys and I love what you do. And I love what bringing theater into with I like drag. seeing drag queens do something other than lip syncing. Right. Yes. Right. yes, yes, right. yes, yes. And you guys, uh, Friends of George's, made me evolve even, you know, even like, I mean, Divas is a drag show, but it is well, like we're, it's more than just it's one a step girl. In a different direction. One yeah. girl coming out doing a number and, what yeah. the, you know, this, that, and the other. So y'all helped me well, add theater to my 
uh, repertoire. We would be remiss not to mention the fact that you were a founding member of the Friends of Georgia's uh, board, uh, uh, which put Before it became a theater company. When it was oh, the, yeah. The reunion. Yeah. The reunion uh, committee. That was and 10 years ago. Can you yeah, believe no, it? No, I can't believe it. And, and um, that was one of the greatest experiences. Um, oh, it was, it was one of the most horrible experiences. Right. And, and it was one of the best experiences. Most so experiences t- that are horrible are also simultaneously t- t- great. Yeah. Tell me what brought about the whole idea for a reunion. Well, well, that was Tracy Love. Tracy right. Love was the one that, and it was my introduction to uh, social media. Facebook was right. new. Um, and he had this idea because he had been anyway. His he, he can tell his own history, um, <laughs> but um, tell his tea, girl. So uh, tell your tea. Uh, but we went the first meeting. I went to the way I got involved was because I didn't really know any of the other people because I was like old from the and I had also not lived in Memphis for twenty something years. So two thousand and ten for people who don't know. Yes, right. yes, and. Um, P.J. Newton, right. who was originally involved, and she's the one because she knew my connection to the old Georges, and she knew what I, the fundraising and drag that I did in Memphis. So she was the one that brought me in. And so when we went, I went with her, and that's when I met Tracy and Scotty and uh, Joan and Terrell and Tracy mm-hmm. and all of those, all of the original people, um, and. Um, so then I was, uh, I got assigned because I was the, the drag queen. Um, <laughs> yes. I got assigned like putting, being in charge of the, of the drag show, the show yeah. which was a nightmare. It was being in charge is a bitch. Oh my God. And, and I think we had, there were over 20 Queens that we, and we, cause we were trying to pull in anybody that had ever performed on right. any of the Georgia's stages. And they were coming from all over the country. And, they were coming too. From, and the world, like, uh, um, what's her name came from London. Um, oh yeah. Rachel, yeah, Rachel, Slur. Rachel Slur. Rachel Slur. She was in Memphis two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I heard yeah. she was. And, and I never knew her. And I, mm-hmm. so I didn't know anything about her. And, uh, and Melissa Mason came from, uh, Florida. from Florida. I love and, Melissa. um, uh, anyway, so, but again, Try and then we, we, you know, we pulled queens out of the uh, uh, closets to uh, come back and do stuff, and it was. And how did Friends of Georgia's after the reunion become a thing? Well, um, well, I left after uh, not <laughs> long after, after the reunion. Um, and it kind and, of found a weird, it, and that yeah, and I think they just found a way to. Well, to, Tracy wanted to keep the momentum going. He thought that there was a that was a beautiful evening. Oh my of, God! It was. I mean. That I don't, I don't know who. If uh, were you there? Were you around? Uh, yeah. I had just graduated high school. Well, you could have still been there. But, <laughs> I <wasn't laughs> there. but I mean, we had fifteen hundred people at wow. at Minglewood. I mean, it was they stopped letting people in, right? And and they ran out of vodka. They ran out of vodka, which. Uh, I mean, it says a lot. A cardinal. Sin. I, I I had attributed to that uh, cause a lot. Mm, well, <laughs> I'm sure. I had a I had a bottle backstage, I so I didn't run out. <laughs> now, um, uh, you when you were done in Memphis after you won the Miss Mod pageant and all that jazz, you hightailed it up to Chicago, and how did how did that come about exactly? Well, I had I had been I I had gone to Chicago in '79. And ended up back in Memphis in '80, and so the because uh, uh, I, I 
started hair school at Pivot Point in Chicago. And um, uh, an unfortunate uh, incident caused me to end up back in Memphis. Was it a, a bad perm? <laughs> a bad perm. <laughs> every perm is a bad perm. Every- <laughs> Oh, you don't like perms, girl. We, you know, we have a. Uh, you can get a perm at a uh, Gould's brand salon, but you cannot get one at mine. Mm. Everybody there is under thirty, and we don't do that. Oh my goodness! Well, girl, you shouldn't limit yourself. Oh, uh, tell them. There's, there's money tell there. Her. Chemicals are money, honey. Uh, <laughs> I just, I think that... Girl, keep, girl, keep an open mind. I, o- open, expand, I've accepted expand, the pronoun expand. they. Do I have to accept terms too? <laughs> yes. No, I don't like doing them anymore either. I'm t- I, but back in the 80s, baby, I, I could twist up some perms. Uh, it's like um, spiral perms. It's like... So what was your unfortunate oh. incident? Mm. Uh, you better not want to say. She well, it was... Um, uh, Did you commit murder? No. Oh, no. You uh, rob a bank. Oh, do I really you want wore, to do this? You, you wore red you don't hair. You have to, honey, if you okay. don't want to. Okay. Um, you it was a hospitalization. Um, oh. And, uh, and so I moved back. I was, I was moved back to Memphis. Well, good. And, and then I finished beauty school here at stage one, which was over um, at, which was a pivot point school, and they had just started. Anyway, I think I'm probably good enough on a home. So, so, so when you moved back to Chicago after, what year was it you moved there and was more of a permanent resident? Uh, I, Back, well, I was, I mean, I moved there in, in April of 79. I came back in November of 80, and then I moved back on in November of 81. So I was only back in Memphis for like a year. And the and the Miss Mod Memphis pageant was like a, it was just a quirk because these were the queens that had uh, Renee and Meredith. I, I took, I took uh, Meredith Hutton to her first, uh, Michael Lynch to his first drag show. I took Belle Starr to her first uh, drag show, <laughs> Bill Thomas. She still thought she was a straight boy uh, <laughs> from, from Northwest College. Ooh. And, um, and Renee, I was with Renee when she first started doing drag. I was with uh, Michelle Marie when she, I think she may have already started, but we all became, we were all friends. So, it's like, but I always was in awe of them, and I thought I could never do drag. I thought I could. I was like, and then also, I didn't necessarily want to do drag because I was so into boys, and lots of boys weren't necessarily into drags. Although I learned later that um, you just attract a different kind of. That's boy. right. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Mm. And all ties, and and not necessarily the ones you want. Yeah. No. Well, I've thrown some back, kept some. <laughs> Shoot. You reel in weird ones. I know, I know. Now in Chicago, what is what was the drag experience? So you, I know a lot of queens from Chicago. Oh, you know, uh, she uh, Miss Mod uh, has affiliation with the famous Baton Club and well, and, and Chili Pepper. Oh my God, Chili! I love Chili. Um, funny enough, it's like when I first moved to Chicago. Uh, Drag, the only thing, only place in, in, in Chicago that was really doing drag was at the Baton. It was, and but the Baton is... Is a, the Baton open? Yeah, yes. It's been, it's moved. It's not that we're in the original place where it was for 50 years. I went back for their, for the 50th year anniversary and... The final they, performance. And they were moving. And they've moved north to, up on Broadway and, and uh, so it's a reincarnation of the original. Is it much more gentrified looking now? Is it, was it skeevy to begin with? Or Well, interesting um, 
50 years ago, uh, the area that it was in was uh, a seedy area because mm-hmm. and and the owner Jim Flint t- talked to me about how they had paid off mafia and uh, and all this that and the other to stay open and and all of these things and the police hassled them and all. same thing that went on in Memphis though George's uh, yeah. in Memphis on Madison uh, the police would come and knock on the back door and they would carry uh, cases of beer out the back door. It was like payoff. Um, and uh, so every every place, gay bars have – Stonewall, Stone, that was Stonewall. Stonewall yeah. was um, – uh, the mafia was involved there, and the police would hassle people, and that's how Stonewall happened. That right, was the, right. the protest started. It, the Baton Club, uh, was it a clean envi- – what was the environment like it was a really professional – it was kind of a uh, – it's like Vegas. It's kind of a a, a, yeah. a, a small – I mean, a you know, a scale, scale down Vegas because – Professional. Professional. Sounded. It's like kind of uh, – that was another influence for me for the Divas thing and for the things that I've done. It's like, you know, there were production numbers. The Queens all had to be involved. You did productions and then there you did – There was mild rehearsal so, period. Yes. Right. And, and well, there they – the Baton is one of the only places that – Queens got paid a salary. They had health insurance. They had four hundred one k. But they were required to do dance. They had dance. Uh, they'd have a choreographer. They had dance classes. They had um, um, seamstress that made and the. They would buy the production number outfits and. I mean, it was a you know very very professional situation. Right, right. So when I what I did was uh, they let me Jim Flint um, when we started doing fundraisers for uh, Chicago House, which that was a organization that provided housing and social services for people with AIDS Mm -hmm. and it started out we started out a little we did two shows at the Baton on a Sunday afternoon ten dollars a show I changed clothes 14 times (laughs) 14 times in two shows so 28 times at 10 bucks a head we we sold it out it was 200 I think it held 225 people um, we ended up being, and, and, and so then, then I never did two shows again and never again for 10 bucks. Um, <laughs> the last one we did, uh, was in 96 and we did it at the Park West theater, which was, is a theater that I, I, I jokingly say it's like there you're either on your way up or you're on your way down. Uh, showing, uh, uh, performing there after me was Yoko Ono. Um, <laughs> Wow. Yoko. <laughs> so I was on the billboard with it was Miss Maud, and then there was Yoko Ono. So I said then. Which I, one of you was on the way up, and which one well, was on the way down? Obviously, I was on the way down in, in Chicago. <laughs> it was my last performance there. Uh, so after you left Chicago, you came back to Memphis. Yes. And um, uh, when ever, I came back to Memphis, I got involved uh, with Holy Trinity. Yeah, I was going to say, you be, now you have a reputation for charitable work. Well, I, I only did – I've always – it's always been charitable. I've never – I always say that if I uh, did this to make a living, I'd be a skinny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because it's like you don't get paid a whole lot. No, for, you um, couldn't eat. You couldn't drink. Uh-uh. No, now the RuPaul girls are making some money finally, they which are, is a good yeah. thing. You I'm, can make money in Memphis if you hustle. Oh, well. It's still – it ain't real money. <laughs> it's, it's money that you can spend at the bar afterwards. Right. For, for, your, bar, bar, for or, your bar tab. Or put a down payment on your new gown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Just the down payment. Just the down payment. Um, since you've been in uh, Memphis, you're a hairdresser now. You've been a hairdresser in Memphis for – 24. 
back for 25 years. Uh, hairdressing, I started, uh, it was another one of those things where I started out uh, in 70, 74, I went to work for Fantastic Sam's, mm-hmm. um, and all my girlfriends were, they were stylists, and I was a cashier and started out, and that's how I got in the hair business. And so it was 70. Oh, I went to I went to beauty school the first time in 1974. I was a beauty school dropout. Beauty I did I wasn't dropout. licensed. Uh-huh. And and I did that for the Miss Mod um talent. That was a talent. That was part of my talent was uh beauty, beauty school, school dropout. dropout. Yeah. Uh, but then I didn't get licensed until 1980. Um and What is your least favorite thing that drag queens do on stage? <laughs> oh shit. Uh, is it when they take their wig off? No, <laughs> no, because back in the day, there was a song, um, actually I do in the Divas show, it's called This Is My Life. I remember. And the traditional thing that you did in that show, and this was like shows all over the country, because that was like an anthem. And part of what you did was as, this is my life, as you removed your wig, right, and right. You, this is my life, and eyelashes, and, and even come out of, even come out of your dress into boy drag. Um, that was, that was an anthem. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons I'm doing it for my farewell show is that it is like, the, it's kind of sacred to me. What, what does it feel like to retire? Well, um, when you have to, um, put your makeup on with glasses, um, um, and you've got a bunion that, uh, high, that your high heels don't fit on it like they used to. It's, it, it feels like it's time. But it's, yeah, uh, I, I know that during the, I saw the show last weekend on Friday and you were very emotional about, uh, the end. What's the emotion about? Is the emotion because it's been such a good run or is the emotion because you wish you could do some more? Do you wish you could do more? Is there stuff that's left unfinished? No, no, no. It's, it's like, um, uh, Oh, you can do it here. That's a safe space. This is it's a safe space. Oh, you can't God. see her, but she's just bawling her eyes out. Everybody, no, it's been a great run. It's been uh, it's been wonderful. It gave me an opportunity to do something that I loved doing, mm-hmm. and I had so much. I've had so much fun, and and met such wonderful people, and had such a ball. And I've been able to raise money. It's like I I could use something that stroked my ego. And yet I could do it because I was doing it for somebody else. Um, yeah, I love that. So we raised – I've raised a lot of money. You have. Not, not by myself. No, but – I mean, no. I just want to say – I mean, in, in Chicago, um, that was one of the things the, – the, uh, the video that plays uh, in the Divas a show. very sweet video. It's just – it's just – Now uh, – don't do this now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Are you uh, getting emotional? Oh, stop oh, I'll do bring this. us back in reality. Oh, yeah. Hey, Charlotte. Wait, wait. The other night, um, um, when I got when, the first night, I saw the video and I was performing. That, when they, I saw yeah. it, I hadn't seen it, and and so I was emotional. I went backstage and and uh, Terry uh, pulled hair because uh, we hadn't I hadn't shaved yet for right, the show. Right. He pulled hair on my chest to, to bring me back yes. to reality. So something I, painful, I, and I still yes. don't have any enough hair to pull. So. <laughs> I, I I identify with that feeling so especially with Friends of George's now. Like we so Friends of George's just donated uh, our largest donation ever. Oh, I know. Which is fifteen thousand dollars to Hope House. Oh my gosh. Yes. For doing so our, amazing. It's like that's just, 
But what Dragnificent was in its entirety is just us flexing and being egotistical and uh, basking in the glory of uh, on stage. And we get to do that. I mean, it's hard goddamn work. It's it's fucking work, but we we do it. And then afterwards, it's like we donate money and people doubly think like they they even love us even more because yeah. we're giving money yeah. away yeah. and it, it, it's it's the, it's one of the most i think drag especially here in memphis with the community that we have is the most rewarding experiences that i've ever been a i part mean the of. adoration that you get from people i mean it, performing um and most of the time it's like i have a connection with most of the i mean it's like i have a captive audience kind of so that mm. it's like i the few times i've ever done something where it was just like me and you know, and a, a cold audience that doesn't know me or whatever is not nearly as fulfilling as, as, right. as your community as, being. With yeah. You. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's so the adoration you receive performing and then knowing that you're doing something that helps other people makes doing drag worthwhile to me. Like, you know, that it's, I, I think that if, uh, like I, I was, Thinking about like someday Allison will retire from doing it. Oh uh, what? No, there's no way. <laughs> Never. No, I can't. They're gonna have me out here in the uh, uh, in a wheel in a wheelchair. Yeah. 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 Well, Bend you know, up. yes, but no, they're gonna prop me up and have like one of those uh, stands behind me. I'll just yeah, right. Or or the what's the movie um, with a song in my heart? Yeah, where, where it's like where they oh, yeah, wheel, yeah, wheel yeah. her on wheel yeah. her on a wheel. Oh. It's like she lost her legs in yes, a plane crash, and did. they put her in a yes. gown and strap her to a. Yeah. Yes. Up to wheels and we can do that. You might perform heart. better without your legs. All right, well, yeah, but, uh, but I think I think about like at a certain point, at a, at some point, you'll stop doing it. I'll stop yeah, doing it. I'm and stop I, doing I wonder. But I, I like starts. <laughs> you have a long time. Yes, you have. Yes, I start to my mid forties. I just, I just, I just think that like uh, stopping, it is like a drug. It, it is. It is. It is a it hit. Is. Of some, it, being, it, it is. But being on stage in the Listen. general sense is like that. It, 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 the adoration well, of yeah, people, especially when, especially when we, the, like you said, we build a community. I have people who only know me as as the, Goldie. The, the, right. As Goldie. Right. Yeah. They only. Right. They have right. never met right. me otherwise. Right. Right. If they saw the way Same way you here. see me right now, right. they'd be right. startled. I have friends on Facebook and stuff that that I I don't know who they are, but they know Miss Maud. Right. And yeah. It's like, but the idea to give that up and give that. That high up because it is a it's a body high that you feel. It, it is- Listen, last weekend after the Friday night show on Saturday, it was like I had a, a hangover. Oh, what I imagine is a cocaine hangover. <laughs> what uh, could be but, maybe but, construed but, as one. Oh, you've you heard stories. Like, what I what I imagine is yeah. because it was like I was adrenaline like right, and um, and then I was so excited for Saturday and Saturday was and. and uh, and I even had fun with the electricity out. Yeah, we have like- to tell people that uh, his their final show. The they did the opening number. Uh, Miss Mod speaks, welcoming everyone. Then power goes out. Yeah. Well, it flickers and it goes out. So the theater is dark. And it was, but it was great because I, then I I got to I talked to uh, Your the people. audience about the drag history memphis right. history and all this and the other and people were so receptive it was that it was, was really, a special it was, moment yeah I mean, yeah it really standing in the wings watching i'm like this is this is this is something uh, nobody was, you couldn't plan you that could, you, could, you couldn't you make couldn't that happen made that happen no exactly and it was right. and and i it was it's it was uh, has, has added to this 
whole experience. retiring yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. It's actually extended it quite a bit. Well, yeah, it extended it. <laughs> you did joke in that one. So, so next true. week yeah, I'm making my comeback. Yeah, 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 I did. My, did. I did on make Friday, a joke. Yeah. On Friday, she said, I'll be, "I'll be here next week," I'll be here and she next will. Week, uh, they're come back. They're redoing the uh, the show uh, this upcoming weekend. I, I think will be posted after that, so I don't think that you'll be able to see this. But uh, you'll, if you're listening, there, there on may Monday, be a video available. Yeah, I'm, I hope so. Yeah. Um, but um, Miss Maud, if there is one thing that you could redo or re-experience in this uh, trail, because we're probably ending at this point, if there's one thing that you could re-experience in the, the many since 1981 when you got started, what would be that moment that you re-experienced? Oh wow! Um, I would. <laughs> Um, I'd like to bring back all the friends that I lost yeah. in the 80s and 90s. Um, and they got and lost to, so frequently back yes, then. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was a really difficult time. I'm moving into, like, I we dealt then with um, uh, with AIDS of losing people. Um, and I, I, we said then, it's like that. We're dealing with what you deal with at 60 and 70 and or 70 and 80 but were your, now, were your friends drop like flies yes, yeah. yeah and so now i'm going into my second phase i'm 65 years old and now you know it's like i'm going to lose friends again and um and so i just would i'd love for i'd love to see everybody again love to see their faces yeah um it has been a great pleasure to interview you, and you're, you're and such a joy to a have on the personal list. note, I want to thank you, Miss Maud, for everything you've done for the – as a lifelong Memphian, everything you have done for the community and your wonderful entertainment and your – and most importantly, I cherish your friendship that we have developed over these 10 years. Well, and I, and I have to say that uh, Steve Allison has made my drag um, um, time here – uh, once I were connected with him, it's been, it's so, we, I've never enjoyed having a, I always emceed and I've always <laughs> had, it's hard to, to really had control of that. And I've never had anybody that I felt comfortable giving that up to. And he mm-hmm. is, uh, and what he does for the community here, talk about like, I mean, doing shit for free. It's amazing, and I don't know. I don't know how you do what well, you it's do. It's about giving back, and also Goldie. It's like um, it's <laughs> to see young blood yeah. um, hitting the stage and being and doing what you're doing. It's like you guys and, and friends of Georgia's. Thank you so much for um, um, everything, and it's, it's been. And thank you for inviting me to do this. Um, yes, well, you're, I, you're, I think that I could speak for um, our podcast uh, that is. Uh, powered by Focus Magazine, and I think I can speak for Friends of George's uh, when we say that, like the 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 idea that a lot of what we do now is spawned by people like you or by you in the general sense, it shouldn't be overlooked. We're we're so grateful that uh, you had the tenacity to to do the things that you did because obviously it was harder when you were doing it, and we're very grateful for you. Thank well, you, thank you yeah. very much. We love you, Miss Maud. And hopefully, hopefully, um, I know that you're retiring, but hopefully we can do one last Miss Mod pageant and pass on the title. We could do that. Oh, my God. I've always that. wanted to do that, and I wanted to do it in the campiest and the most, like... But just so you know, I want my name on the trophy before I get started. <laughs> 
that could be made. In the history of drag <laughs> pageants, it's going to be real. Uh, yes, yes. No, no good drag pageant was ever won honestly. That's <laughs> true. And uh, until next time, I'm Goldie D. And Alice in Wonderland. And you've been listening to Refocus. Yay. Refocus is brought to you by Focus Mid-South Magazine. Episodes are hosted by Goldie D and Alice in Wonderland. Music for this episode is Everybody Dance All Night Garage Mix by Pirlo featuring Alexia D. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. 